This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Time once again for a breaking news edition of the BAM Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, joined by site publisher Tim Watts. It is Monday, September the 19th, 2022. And typically, when Uncle Tim joins us for these breaking newsers, it means recruiting news. And that's no different on this Monday. Alabama, Tim, goes back to the state of Texas for a very nice pickup on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Jordan Renard, he's a guy Alabama's targeted early in the process. Like you said, he's from Tyler, Texas. Um, Tyler Legacy High School, home to Jamaria Miller, who signed with Alabama uh, last year and actually looked pretty good Saturday when he played, got a little play in time. He showed some early flashes of uh, having that skill set you look for in a big Bama back with some speed. So Jordan Renaud, 6'4", 250, uh, somewhere in that range, a uh, defensive end. Got a, you know, the thing I like about him is when you watch his film, and all defensive linemen, we could say that about all of them, they need improvement on their technique. Almost every one of them, we've discussed this before, they don't come in with a bag of tricks. You know, they don't come in with all these swim moves and all the stuff you see in the NFL and in the movies and stuff. But this is a guy who puts his hands on you, um, and, and he's strong. He's a powerful guy. I see him get quickly into an offensive uh, lineman's chest, extends his arms, gets some separation, and chases him down. So physically, he's what you're looking for, um, especially when you're looking for a guy you can mold, who can be more athletic. I mean, who can be bigger. You can put him basically where you want to with this frame of his. Looks very lean at 250-plus when you see him. Um, has that long, lean look to him. So a lot to like about him. And just a terrific job. Holman Wiggins led the way here. Uh, he's got some connections over at uh, Tyler Legacy High School. And Freddie Roach also with the assist. Both of them, both coaches, went to see uh, Jordan two, Saturday, two Fridays ago at his high school game before the uh, – Texas game in Austin. So really good job by, by Wiggins and Roach. Yeah, I think you said it. Uh, at 250-ish, the length stands out, uh, first and foremost maybe. But you're right. You see power from this guy. Uh, he stacks. He sheds. He makes some nice plays with an emphasis on the run game. Uh, like you said, a lot of these guys still very much in the developmental stage as pass rushers just in terms of you know, what they know how to do from a pass rush perspective with moves and those type of things. But love the potential here. And when you look at his measurables, Tim, in some instances like this, you say, well, is this guy more of a jack linebacker, an outside linebacker? Is this guy projecting as an end? Uh, it sounds like more of the end position uh, is what we're talking about here uh, in this particular instance. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's always that chance he could – add weight and grow in, you know, grow and, and move inside a little bit more. But I sort of see him as that end guy, that big push, seal that end and, and, you know, give those guys a little bit of room. But also I think he's going to be a quarterback pursuer. I don't know how, you know, how many sacks are going to come, and, you know, from that position. But I think he will be a guy that can apply pressure. There's going to be a lot of balls, especially, you know, with the new offenses that, you know, a lot of balls out in the flat. You have to see those guys chasing down. So, 
Um, you know, when you get a guy that's got that athleticism, you know, you get that. And I'm not saying he's the best athlete. I'm saying he's a good athlete with the potential to get better, especially with the you know the strength and conditioning program. And that's one thing a lot of people, I've, you know, neutral observers I've talked to um, that have been watching Alabama football this year have noticed the defensive line all have that that big athletic look, and we've seen that they've been really good in the run game. So. Um, you know, it's a guy, you go into Texas, you know, you get a guy, you have the number one class. Uh, this certainly adds to it. I think this puts them over 300 total points and uh, um, uh, moves them up. And, you know, with a few schools chasing them, including Texas, Georgia, seems to be two schools doing really well. Um, Ohio State's lurking right outside the top five and, uh, and a few other schools that are, that are looking to make pushes. So, but obviously a really good class. Defensive line adds its third guy, you know, and I know that was a concern early on. We had a lot of people worried and discussing that. I think primarily because you saw an in-state guy like Peter Woods go out of state. But when you look at the guys they've got, Hunter Osborne, you know, he was a guy that they uh, had in the camp who did a really good job. Uh, Edric Hill, who we've talked about, big, you know, got that dancing, dancing bear skill set, you know, coming, I think. And then Jordan Renaud, you're looking at a pretty good defensive line class, and there's still a lot of guys out there. I mean, you look at James Smith, who's, you know, to me, he's the best defensive lineman in the country that I've seen from Carver Montgomery. Uh, he's out there. Reuben Bain, strong connections to Miami, but a kid from South Florida who's looking heavily at Alabama. And uh, also the, the Hobbs kid from North Carolina who's looking so well. Still a lot of guys left there they got options with, but you get three good defensive linemen, three guys they liked. Uh, three, you know, two guys they targeted early on. Hunter Osborne, who was great in camp, so you have to like the direction they're going. Yeah, you look at uh, Renaud, and and it's easy to kind of envision a body type and time, at least similar to a Justin Aboigbe, and that means positional versatility that we talked about so many times on the podcast. Tim, whether it's end in the base defense, whether it's inside in some of the nickel and dime stuff that Alabama likes to do. Easy to envision Renaud from those angles. Now, in terms of what this came down to for Renaud, I guess with Jamarian Miller, it was more about in-state Texas coming out of Legacy High School last year. Was this more OU uh, as a finalist for for Jordan Renaud to go along with the Crimson Tide? Yeah, OU was in there. He narrowed it down. It's, you know, as a recruitment, it's been rather easy. We've heard so our sources have told us since early in the process that Alabama was in really good shape, and we felt that the entire time. Uh, talking to him, talking to people around him, that Alabama had done a really good job. Oklahoma pulled out, you know, all the stops, brought him in for visits, did the red carpet treatment, did a really good job. But for him to cut his list to two, you know, two's not even a, you know, you know, two's basically the loneliest number in recruiting. You usually, usually come in groups of threes and fives and tens and twelves when you narrow your list down. There's not often. It's just two schools. So uh, from that aspect, it was a little bit odd. But yeah, Oklahoma, you know, put everything they could. Uh, into him, um, made a, made a strong push. We never particularly felt they were a threat and, and, as other than they were the, the, the closest team to Alabama in that situation. But um, I just think Alabama had kind of latched on early on, did a good job, especially in the summer when they, when they had him, uh, when I think they made their biggest move for him and uh, his official visit was in June. And I just, I think that was the turning point in his recruitment where he kind of locked it up. Cause we were told, I was told 
that he was trying to commit. And I wanted to commit back in June by a couple of people, but wanted to make sure, take a visit or two to make sure it was the right one instead of just being the first one. So, you know, again, basically this one went start to finish, really good player. You know, I think he's, uh, you know, 60, 70, no, top 70 in the composite. And, um, you know, that's kind of top 100 type off a defensive lineman for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, even an Alabama tie, it looks like here, based on his 247sports.com profile uh, with Alabama from the OU perspective. Todd Bates, the defensive line coach now over at OU after making that move from Clemson with Brent Venables. Yeah, so, uh, this is a little bit Alabama on Alabama crime. <laughs> Todd Bates Freddie Roach going at it. I think they were former teammates, right? Yes, they were. Absolutely. Yes. I bet there were some, uh, some messages sent. recruiter his family to each other so yeah Todd Bates who left Clemson went to Oklahoma when Venables went um yeah him and Freddie Roach going at it pretty good on that defensive line so uh some Bama on Bama crime so are we still on commitment watch here over the next couple days because we know this isn't the only Texan that Alabama uh would like to land here in the in the in the next week yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been kind of quiet with Jalen Hill. Um, I know Alabama's done a really good job in his recruitment. I think his visits went really well. Bama had him on uh, September 3rd, and then after that, he had Texas. So kind of interesting to see. Um, he had Texas and Texas A&M. So I don't really know. You know, I'm going to spend the next couple 48 hours trying to figure out what uh, – exactly uh you know he's thinking right now because that's a lot of visits in a row i mean you go alabama texas texas a&m that's a lot happening um in a you know in a three-week window less than three-week window actually uh but i do know alabama's did a terrific job there homer wiggins has been recruiting him they had him for an unofficial visit and um you know most people thought he was 100 percent staying in state and he very well could stay in state but i know alabama's given him a lot to think of i know at one point coming off his visit I had multiple people tell me that that uh, Alabama's lead for his signature. So, but then again, he has taken visits to Texas, Texas A&M. So, got to see sort of how that stands now. Um, but they're definitely in the mix. They definitely should have a hat on the table, assuming he has hats. More news to come with us at BamaOnline.com. Certainly, Tim Watts, Hank South, our staff going to have you covered. Uh, but the news today: a four-star defensive lineman. And Jordan Renaud commits to the Alabama Crimson Tide, the top-ranked class in the country as it sits right now for the 2023 recruiting cycle. Anything else we need to know, Tim, before we wrap this one up? No, that's it. I mean, it's full season, so the commitments are a little bit, you know, a little bit more sporadic. But you know, I think the class is shaped up really nicely. Um, starting, you know, early on with the, you know the commitments that run this summer. I think you're looking at what. The, they're putting together has been really really nice um you know again the number one class i don't know if it's going to finish number one but it's certainly going to be uh in that range for number one as always tim got us up to speed quickly following the commitment of jordan renaud and we'll continue to update you by the minute right there at bamaonline.com come hang out with us on the round table the premium message board of choice for alabama fans globally tim as always appreciate the time my man Thanks, guys. See you on the roundtable. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us right here on the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the podcast? And if you would leave us a rating and a review, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Until next time, so long, everybody.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.